MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSEN. Ongoing coverage here of DraftKings Network Super Week live from Las Vegas, the site of this year's Super Bowl. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, huge show lined up for you over the next three hours. Great guests, including Matt Humans in 45 minutes, some of his favorite Super Bowl props. We're going to have a pro gambler in today, Randy McKay, who was excellent on the NFL. He's in studio later on. Derek Stevens, owner of this unbelievable casino, and Arash Marchese, who's covering the Super Bowl a little bit later on as well. So is this really going to be an issue again this year, Paulie, potentially here? I know that the storyline yesterday turned into the differences here between the Chiefs playing surface because they're the designated home team for the Super Bowl which means they get to go and play at the Raiders or practice at the Raiders facility, which is inside and it's beautiful. Meanwhile, the designated road team here, San Francisco, they have to go and play outside on UNLV's practice field. And oh, by the way, we got so much rain here in the city yesterday. It was insane um, to give you an idea of that. And it's going to rain again today. On the mountain, 45 minutes from here, there was an avalanche. Did you see about this? Five people were trapped. Mm -hmm. And they had more than a foot of snow in an hour. And then that turns into rain as it comes down. And, you know, it doesn't rain that hard here in Las Vegas, like ever. So it just happens to be doing this now in Super Bowl week, which is nuts. And think about this for a second here. The Super Bowl surface last year was a major story between the Chiefs and the Eagles. The surface, and you kept bringing this up, the week after the Niners got by the Packers, they were playing at home in the rain. I get it. Like, this is going to be in a dome in a stadium for the Super Bowl, but the Niners were not prepared with the cleats in that game, and the Packers were. Right. So is this going to be like a thing during the game where players are sliding all over the field again? 
like last year in Arizona when they were not ready with the field surface? Yeah, too slick. And maybe that's the case, too, because we've had issues, several issues with the field out here. And it looked terrible for the Raider Bronco game to close the season. So they bring in a new field and bring in new people. Maybe they call George Toma. But then you got the field sitting out in the rain all day. And then it's going to rain again today. But I I don't trust the field. You know, and this is a billion-dollar operation. I got one team working out in the rain at the UNLV facility. I got the other team inside the Chiefs at the Raiders facility. You know, what are we doing here? Which, and again, we've lived there for over 20 years. The UNLV facilities, I talked to Mike Pritchard, who grew up here. He couldn't believe they weren't practicing. The 49ers weren't at Gorman, the high school with all the money here, where the rich parents send their kids to go. Uh Because UNLV, Mike Sanford used to coach here, and he was fired. And at his press conference, he blamed the locker rooms for one of the reasons why he got We have the worst locker rooms in the country, he said, in horrible facilities on the way out the door. So uh, that I can't believe they're practicing at UNLV on that field with those, those facilities. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the Chiefs are inside. Nothing to worry about here. And it rained yesterday and it's going to rain today. Yet this is a billion-dollar operation. So now we have to handicap here in this game if the Chiefs, what they learned from last year's Super Bowl to adjust with the cleats just in case is a problem. And then what did the 49ers yeah. learn from two weeks ago playing the Packers on a rainy surface if Good it's point. going to be a problem for them? I know. I hope it's not the case, but I wouldn't be surprised if the field's a big story again. Here's another one to tie it in. We got news this week that the 2026 World Cup is going to be played at MetLife, and the reaction was incredible because people were just saying it's the worst possible place. It's outrageous. It really is stupid to have it there. Why would you even take a chance with weather, too, with what's on the line? Go Los Angeles, go something like that. Go here, whatever. But right. And then it's notorious for having arguably the worst turf in the entire, like, country. So because of the FIFA rules, soccer players are not allowed to play on turf. They're going to change it up and play on grass. For all these stadiums. For that event. Yeah, for yes, all of them. for all of them. Yeah. But they don't do that for the NFL. I just, it's so mind-boggling that we're sitting here in 2024 and this is still a thing. Yeah. Goodell was asked about that yesterday too. Good job by the reporters that were there. So that's a fiasco as well. Now, the other thing you have is, is what, if this wasn't bad enough, what the 49ers were dealing with. And they complained and, and again, went after the field and, and the facilities and what was going on at UNLV. The NFL installed a sod field on top of the current field turf surface. The sod field was installed last week. The NFL hardness score for fields averages 78, with no field score being less than 70. The field was in the 50s, <laughs> according to reports what the Niners were on. So they were concerned. Shanahan said, quote, it is what it is. Oh, great. But this is another thing where they go. And the players had issues from the get go with with, with some seams and then the softness and all this. So that was a problem, too. I also asked Pritchard, you know, what do you think of this? You played nine years in the league. You were first round pick wide receiver. He said the games, the game plan was put in last week. This is just fine tuning. So maybe no big deal. But that that's another thing. Another Another weird distraction. It's something you have to encounter, which shouldn't happen week of the Super Bowl. Well, it just, it's a strange look for a business that is worth this much money to have the Super Bowl. And one team's got to be outside on a college field. And you happen to have really yes. poor conditions here. Now, yes. again, but they also said, Shanahan, we're not going to change anything. So this was Adam Schefter describing the situation here, the ongoing field situation uh, with the practice fields yesterday on ESPN. I think there are a couple of options that are being discussed. I think... You know, the, the Niners would prefer to stay 
at UNLV, I think that the league may wind up offering that somehow they share practice times at the Raiders facility, but that becomes an inconvenience. You don't want it to continue to uproot and move around. And again, that'll be up to them to decide. It'll be up to the league to see if it can address it in an appropriate way. I think that we haven't heard the last of it, and let's see how the Niners react once the players take the field. But again, like I was told, there are seams on the practice field, and it feels like they're practicing uh, on a sponge surface. Yeah, yeah. So weird. Why can't they share it. the Raider facility? I, why is that such an inconvenience? They're staying at Lake Las Vegas. Right. Out with Celine Dion and Daniel Negreanu. It's a 45-minute drive. The, the Raiders facilities in Henderson, which is a suburb not that far. Why don't they just split? Sure. Why don't they just do what's good for the goose? Yep. Why don't Why don't the Chiefs go out to UNLV and, and, and the 49ers come out and use the Raiders facility? Chiefs could have it for a couple of hours during the day. Yes. Niners could do it for a couple of hours after that. You can't, I guess you can't adjust schedule Super Bowl week because too many things are going on. Is that the problem? All right. Uh, there's also this to keep an eye on. Well, no one's safe. Then... There was an NFL player who was attacked by a coyote on, on Lake Las Vegas, too. So it's like you lived out there for a while. Are they uh, running uh, around? Out by that area. I will say this. I searched my phone last night because I, at one point I did have video of this. This is no exaggeration, folks. When you make the turn, there used to be a casino out there called um, Montalago Village. It was awesome. Yes. It's no longer there. Um, the building is, but not the casino. When you make that turn to go down there, there's like a grocery store and stuff. That's where the players are going to have to go pretty much. Multiple times when I lived out in that area. What is it, a pack of coyotes? Is it a herd, do, a herd of coyotes? I'm guessing yeah. a pack. Yeah. Five, six, seven coyotes as soon as you really? make that turn to go down there multiple well, they'll come times. They'll you, though? I didn't, no, can't no. Can't you just say, go on, get? Scoot? They no, they, they would. They, yeah, they, of course, yes. They would. I was shocked by this. Even like when I was walking before, they wouldn't get too close. Now, if you don't know what it is, I, how many people are going to, hey, buddy, how you doing? Do you think it's a dog? <laughs> you know, some people can't tell the difference between a uh, timber wolf and a... Uh, Right. You know, a dog, some of these videos that we get. Hey, what is that? Right. Oh, it's a bear that you actually have in your house now. It's not a dog. <laughs> but I, I can't imagine that they're too, too friendly overall. Oh, yeah. But they are definitely prevalent in that area of the city. Hey, Bobby. How you doing? Hey, buddy. Try to give him a snack. But how about there. that? Now we got to figure out, mm -hmm. because this tweet in Las Vegas locally is a trustworthy source on X for sure. I'm trying to decipher last night, an NFL player in town for the Super Bowl was attacked by a coyote last night at Lake Las Vegas, they said on X. That doesn't necessarily mean it's a player on either one of the teams. Mm -hmm. Plenty of players, current or former, are going to be in town for the Super Bowl. Imagine if this comes out, it's a uh, member of one of the two teams. No kidding. Oh, we would know by now, I'm guessing. Oh, well, yeah, but that'd still be, that would be something. <laughs> I wanted to bring this up as well. Uh, Jarek McKinnon is designated to return from the IR, running back, catches some passes from Patrick Mahomes. Will he be activated for the game? We shall see. But when it comes to a touchdown prop or a first touchdown prop, I was looking around. Only one book here in Las Vegas has him available. He was plus 550 anytime and 28 to 1 for the first touchdown. Not high enough for me to make a bet or tell you to go make a bet, but I will point this out. The Chiefs have scored the first touchdown of the game 15 out of their 21 games so far this year. And the players to do it most often, Pacheco had six of them. Rice had four, Kelsey three, McKinnon actually had two this year. If you go back to last year, first touchdown of the game for the Chiefs specifically, Travis Kelsey scored the first touchdown for KC nine times last year in a game. McKinnon did it five times. Wow. Mahomes liked to look at him around and near the goal line red zone area a lot. Now, Kelsey scored KC's first touchdown 
in all three playoff games last year. He scored the first touchdown of the game at Baltimore. He scored Casey's first touchdown of the game at Buffalo. He scored a touchdown in any of the last nine playoff games, and McKinnon has scored seven games in a row overall. Um, so they did good information with that first touchdown. You, you, one, you, know who, you know who scored a touchdown in the last time, the time these teams met in the Super Bowl? Juszczyk. Yeah. It was a receiving touchdown, too. He's 10-1 to anytime touchdown. Also, if you guys can find this, will someone score two touchdowns? Six of the last seven Super Bowls, someone has scored two touchdowns. I was surprised by that, too. Last, top I think of my it's head. like $1.40, uh, but shop around with that. I'm going to say top of my head last year definitely hurts. They had three. You had three last year? Yeah. I don't know if anybody else scored more than Gronk one. Gronk did a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, was it was it Chase or was someone did it in that in that uh, Ram? Uh, Gronk did it. Uh, the running back for Kansas City was it Williams did it. So oh yeah, that's right. It's it's a nice run too. So that's uh, six out of the last seven. Yeah. How about this? How about wow. this? A tight end. A tight end has never won Super Bowl MVP. Right. You want to draw a line through Kelsey then? You know I, I like Pacheco even more. That's good information. Uh, this segment is brought to you by 1-800-Flowers.com, DraftKings' official flowers for Valentine's. Up next, a huge slate of games on the betting board, including a run and an all-time streak, plus awesome numbers with an NBA team in action when you go all the way back to January 1st. Details on that coming up next here on VEASAN. of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. (laughs) 
This is Follow the Money on VSEN. We love food. We love pizza. This segment presented by DiGiorno. It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. Get it today. Let's go. We continue with uh, DraftKings Network Super Week live in Las Vegas. Super Bowl is set for Sunday. We do have a busy schedule of games tonight to bet on in the NBA. The marquee game is Milwaukee at Phoenix. Lillard is questionable in this game tonight. Same thing with uh, Brooke Lopez. The Bucks are 1-3 ATS on this current road trip. All four games have gone under the total. The first game at home for Phoenix tonight, that, no, uh, for it's a Malinsky special. They're back home. First time playing at home since January 22nd. Mm, they were 4-3 and three ATS on the road trip, and they are 8-3 and three under since January 18th, the Suns. This is from Frank Madden. It's early, but the biggest difference has been for the Milwaukee Bucks under Doc Rivers, better defensive rebounding, better transition D, and more for, forced turnovers. He broke down the numbers. They go from as low as 21st or 30th in the NBA in certain categories to as high as 5th with eh. Doc already in four games. Okay, well, it's like throwing a chair off the Titanic. I mean, it's, uh, it's a little bit better. But this is still, you could have fooled me how bad they were in that meltdown in Utah in the fourth quarter. Up 15 and you get routed in that game. So, mm-hmm. so you just have to look in the mirror and, and say, listen, stop blaming the coach. Do a better job. The transition defense has been horrible all season. And you got to fix it or you're just going to be, no one's going to take you seriously come playoff time. Because any star guard and what you're going to play once you get to the playoffs going to be great teams and, and star talent. You're going to get uh, obliterated and destroyed. So this will be a good test here against the big three with Phoenix. That was a good job by Beal going home and beating Washington. But this is this is tough for Milwaukee here because now without Lillard, and it's just, yeah, he's a great scorer, but you just have to do a better job defensively. And plus you have all your, your concerns that you have with Doc Rivers, which are warranted mm-hmm. based on uh, his track record. So I'm telling you, it's, it's, we got this. We, we got to feel good. In 10 days, the Cavs have gone from 8-1 to one to even money now. They are now tied for first place, and the Cavs have an easy, easy schedule the rest of the way. And part of the problem with Milwaukee, you were 30-13, and 13, hated your coach, but you had played the easiest schedule in the league. Now it's a gauntlet yeah. the rest of the way. Okay, and I'm going to tack one on here. You've been saying this yeah. for a good 10 days now about the Cavaliers. Shop around this morning because my prediction is this. They won 14-50. of 50. Yep, I'll give you another long shot to win the MVP and uh, to add to the portfolio in the NBA. Last week, Doug Kazarian came on, made, they made the case for Kawhi Leonard and Jalen Brunson. Those numbers are long gone. My prediction today is that somewhere, like in a podcast with a prominent NBA media person, players uh, on, a, on an NBA TV show, story somewhere, it's going to be written that Donovan Mitchell deserves to be in the MVP mix. He is 500 to 1 this morning. Hmm. That number will Very go. Good. That number is gone yep. in ninety minutes. Okay, so get on that immediately. I don't. I, he's will he win? Who knows? Well, I'm just got, telling you, yeah, five hundred to one is a no, great I'm with number. You. If you can get the one or two seed and you continue to play ball like this, is the same thing goes for Brunson. And definitely the same thing. I thought Doug Kazarian was great. When was he in? Friday, bringing up uh, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, I know. They're twenty six and five since December. If they get the one seed. They're now 1,600 to win the division, by the way. Uh, I mean, they're just kicking ass and taking names. They just had a, they went 6-1 and one on the Grammy road trip. They're on a back-to-back horrible spot in Atlanta. No problem. 47 fourth-quarter points. How about that? 90 combined last yeah. night in that game. It's a great game. 
It was another huge win, and Harden's been awesome as well. So if you get a one or a two seed and you continue to surprise people, remember, Mitchell's carried this team. Garland and Mobley were hurt. Absolutely carried the team on his yes, shoulders. He has. And that deserves a ton I'm of recognition. You, do yourself a favor, and now it's down to 25 to 1. It's been cut in half since I mentioned it to get the one seed. Look at how easy the schedule is. You will laugh when you look at the Cleveland Cavaliers schedule. They might they might not have a loss till uh second week of March. It's that easy. So they won 14 of 15. They're playing great ball. If the Celtics have an injury that this is, I mean, I'm 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 strong that they're gonna win this division. Because Milwaukee's a mess and their schedule's so tough. Mm-hmm. So to go from eight to one to even money in ten days is nuts. Now, Phoenix, are they gonna do anything in the playoffs and what? Again, it's my same concerns we had coming in. You can't you can't have one injury with these guys because you have no depth and you have no bench. So I'm going to let it breathe with Phoenix because we still have around half the season to play in the regular season anyway. And if those three major players can all stay healthy, big if I get that. But if they do, I want to see what it's going to look like for like a 35 game stretch, 30, 35 game stretch, something like that. Give you another one tonight. So Brunson, again, he's down to like 30 or 50 to one to win the MVP the numbers here tonight. Now it's a very low total. I get that. It's around two twelve and a half as we speak. He was one hundred and fifty to one last week. Yes, that's correct. Unders in Memphis games are four and one in their last five. But you look at the Knicks: four straight unders, eleven and one under their last twelve, sixteen and two under since January first, sixteen and two under. They are thirty and twenty under on the year and seventeen and seven under on the season. It's a low total. It's two twelve and a half. Like I said. But look at who they're playing as well in Memphis. I, I don't know if I'm going to bet it, but I could absolutely see us tomorrow coming on the show and talking about how it's 105 to 90 as the final score. This is like the line in Major League. Who are these guys, right? Memphis just trying to fill out the roster, so many injuries and what they've had to deal with. And, uh, you know, listen, the, the Knicks are going to make a trade, if not two. So you're going to get OG back. You're going to get Randall back. They're going to make a big trade. They have gr- a lot of assets and eight first-round picks they can trade. This is awesome. And I know it was tough what happened Saturday night, but okay, it happens. The Knicks, uh, the Lakers played great defense, and the Knicks couldn't score for six minutes. Yep. So this whole Brunson hype train, which is real and spectacular, and uh, they're another team that can get the the two seed as well with a doable schedule. And, and, and again, the, the two big beneficiaries of this mess in Philadelphia, as Embiid could be out for the year, Cleveland and the Knicks, and also the what's going on in Milwaukee. You're looking at a good chance two seed and three seed here with these teams. Mm-hmm. And you have an excellent coach with Tibbs. They are rest assured they will make some moves at the deadline, which is Thursday. You're loving life if you're a Knicks fan. Pondering uh, making a bet on this game tonight. It's a really great matchup as OKC is at Utah. The Thunder are 31-18-1 ATS. That is the second best mark in the entire league. Um. However, one in four ATS last five. Jazz are 29, 21, and one. That's the fifth best overall in the NBA. The Thunder are 14, 9, and one ATS on the road, but the Jazz are 17 and six ATS at home. That's the very best record in the NBA. So you get the best home team going against the second best ATS team in the entire league. Thunder lane three. I don't think I can do it. I, I think just, I, yeah, I, I, just, I could only look at the Jazz here. I'm with you. I want the over, though. Are they gonna I think be plenty a, of points. Are uh, they going to be a track meet? Yep. The biggest game of the night is right here. And you're talking about hockey immortality. Yeah. And it's Super Bowl week. Everyone's in town. Who knows who you're going to see at the game tonight? But Edmonton here trying to tie the 92-93 Penguins 
for longest winning streak in NHL history. Now, the last thing you want is all this time off when you're hot. And look at the price. I took Vegas plus 130. Total of six might be too high as well. Oilers have won 24 of 27. They've won 16 in a row. They won 5-4 late November against Vegas. 14 games in a row. They've held their opponents to two goals or fewer. They have played 10 straight unders. Time off's a concern. Yes, it is. But this is unbelievable that they can do this and they can tie. You're talking about one of the greatest teams in the history of hockey, those, those Penguin teams, and with Lemieux, that they can win 17 in a row if they win. And if they win this, they're going to get it because then they go to Anaheim, and I think and there's also some winnable games coming up with this uh, road trip. But what Skinner's doing, what they're doing defensively, and I, I can't believe the turnaround here. And Knobloch hasn't lost to a Western Conference team. He's been on the job for, what, 50 days, 60 days, whatever it is. But what the 10 straight unders, not giving up any goals, how well Skinner's played. You got I mean, McDavid and Dreisaitl are a cheat code. The power plays so scary. It's, I mean, it, it's ridiculous. So this is, this is wild. But then again, it's the respect where you don't think Vegas is amped up and ready to go. It's the champs. Sure. The champs getting plus $1.30. And then plus, everyone's in town here, and this is must-see appointment television here as they try to, to tie the record. Yep. This is the only game they're playing at home, by the way, during Super Bowl week. That's a bad beat. It's, That's it's a not, not a good job by the NHL schedule makers there. Right, Vegas team total two and a half over $1.40. I haven't even looked because I'm not going to go to the game. It's too, obviously too late. But the, the get-in price for this ticket tonight was Super Bowl week and Edmonton in town, and they travel like crazy here. Oh, they always travel. I can imagine this ticket's going for... A ton of cash tonight, right? I told people, I get, I, I told my season ticket friends, I said, get, get this, sell this ticket. It's going to be a hot ticket. Super Bowl week, plus their Oilers are going for the record. When they beat Nashville, that last game, I said, sell your tickets. This, this is going to be, this is a hot ticket, no doubt. I know that the uh, Oilers have been, I mean, it's, they're the best team in hockey in this last, you know, month or whatever. But the Golden Knights have been dogs at home. A handful of times now this year. Well, the last time in recent it was weeks, against the Rangers, and, and they pounded. They were them. winning all these games yeah, as yeah. dogs. They have their issues and they have injuries, right? But still, it's it's yeah. pride and it's we're the champs and we're going to show you. And we beat you in the playoffs last year. And you're not you're not coming in here and win, winning your 17th in a row. Let's follow the money here on Vsin with DraftKings Network Super Week. Up next, win some, lose some. Recapping last night's betting action. How about this? 18 of the last 21 games now have gone over this total. Paulie with the numbers coming up here on VEASAN. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Paulie Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. DraftKings Network Super Week. We hit every demographic, and we're proud of it. As Mitch mentioned, English Premier League. 18 of the last 21 matches have gone over two and a half goals. They just had their highest scoring week when it was at least 10 game mat, uh, 10 matches. Ton of goals. Nothing but goals here for a week in the Premier League. Cavs Kings over 230 up to 235. 136 110 Cleveland. 
14 of 15. They are hot. Kansas, Kansas State over. 142 up to 145. Eastern Washington, Portland State over. 147 up to 152 and a half. 90 to 77 Eastern Washington. They continue to be an ATS machine as well. Subscribe, be part of the team. VEASAN.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. Our guy Chris, who's in the Friday College Basketball Challenge, Matt Eumann's contest. He came out to town to bet the 49ers. He was waiting to talk to Jeff Benson, who uh, runs the book here. He was playing the only game in town, Ultimate X. Five play, 50 cents. He was dealt sixes. One of them, peekaboo, ten times. Good feeling. Good for him. Chris, you're supposed to hold the uh, one in the middle, too. You cannot improve your hand. Hold it. If that comes up for whatever reason, it'll be another six. That is a malfunction. He won't get paid, my friend. Veteran move. Great job, though, by Chris. Comes to town, wants to make a bet. Big hit there on Ultimate X. They referred to this dog as a hero in the L.A. Times. And a couple people pushed back. Well, they're wrong, and I'll tell you why. Look at the dog at the Grammys with the raincoat outside. Now, number one, this went on all night, and no one comes over and pets him. Come on, people. Look at that dog. That dog in the raincoat that braved the elements is a dete- explosive detection canine. That's Maya. She did an excellent job all night, and she gets the snack at the end when her day was done. But no one came over. You're not going to say, how you doing, Pooch? I, I, I don't think you're supposed to. Oh, really? That's my, Yeah. You can't say hello? Like when you go to the airport and they're walking around with dogs there, specifically, you're not supposed to get close to them. Ah, so I don't, beautiful But pup. I don't see any sign there. Yeah. So. It's coming right up. Beautiful pup. Okay. Mitch, bring it in for the real thing. Will you? Can I get this guy to squeeze in here? This little guy. Come in. Hey, guys, make room. Coming in, the two puppies sleeping, and the other puppy comes in. Huh? I'm a little tired here, too. Yeah, yeah guys, come on. A little warm there. You got to come in. <laughs> I see <laughs> I'm going to make I, I see an opening here. Let me in. <laughs> oh, man. That is awesome. I'll put both of those up later, Andre. At Polly Does Vegas on Instagram. That is excellent. Lose some. Miami Hurricanes <laughs> drubbed by Virginia. They scored 38 points. Fewest points they've scored since they reinstated, reinstated basketball in 85-86. Oh, <laughs> dreadful. But Virginia, it's like going to the dentist, right? Yes. They can do that to people. Lakers, Hornets under, 231 and a half down to 227. LeBron was great, 124 to 118. Lakers get the win. Raptors, Pelicans under, 235 down to 231. This this was a horrible spot. I wasn't strong enough on this yesterday. I should have shouted it from the rooftops. 138 to 100. The Raptors were off a double overtime game in OKC. Back-to-back double overtime late game. And they got beat by 40. Now, listen carefully. Lose some. Fast car Grammys. Great performance. What a moment for Tracy Chapman. Tracy Chapman. The the song came out in 1988. Luke Combs covered it. They performed it Sunday at the Grammys. She is now number one on iTunes on top song charts. And it came out in 88. Yeah, I believe How it. How good is that? Remember remember that uh, popular song? Uh, was it Run for the Hills or whatever that was in um, Stranger Things? Right. Back in the 80s? Early 80s, and yeah. That, that took off again. And once that show was so yeah. popular, that, that song took off and was like number one again for a while. Huh? I listened to Fast Car uh, approximately 1,000 times when I was a kid. Who didn't? Yeah. It was, it was a, huge a huge hit. That's right. And then she, that was her first performance, I think, in 15 years. And the reaction from the crowd when they realize it's her 
because it was a surprise appearance and the place went nuts. I, and um, then, of course, it was... Go ahead. I was going to say, I watched... I thought the whole night was going to be like that because that was right away and it was spectacular. So I thought, okay, this is going to be a great show. Some of the speeches that night were all-time bad. Taylor Swift was an abomination with what she did the first time she accepted the award. I understand the criticism. My, my wife... Her favorite human being on the planet is Taylor Swift. She even she looked at me like, "What was that? Terrible it. job out of her. Yeah. Completely unlikable." Uh, Jay Z. Some people don't belong in the category. So what, who's he taking a shot at there? Yeah. And then Miley Cyrus, what she did with the second one is just it was really really bizarre as well. So you, everyone is is excited about this moment, and then the remake from Luke Combs is a hit, and then he goes out and he loses, and they give the award to Chris Stapleton. This is like Metallica. When they brought the house down playing one of the greatest songs ever won, and then they gave the Grammy to Jethro Tull. Come on, guys. And where's where's the rock music? Did you know Metallica won a Grammy? They won uh, Best Metal Performance. Sunday night? Yeah. I had no idea. Because they got it pre-event. Oh, pre-event before. They were yeah. in the Hall of Fame. They're one of the biggest bands of all time. Where's the rock music? What's going on here? This is, come on. And how about this from Dave Tooley? He went to Northern Illinois in 1988 at Northern Illinois, opening for 10,000 Maniacs. They booed Tracy Chapman uh, uh, yeah, offstage. I don't know if, if Thule was there at the time, but wow. And he, he linked, he showed an article of the picture, a picture of the article, rather, what happened. But I can't believe, Luke Holmes has got to win. How does Stapleton win, right? That's but nuts. It's the opposite of what happened at the Oscars a couple of years ago. Will Smith slaps Chris Rock in the face. That's right. Doesn't get ejected, still wins the award. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. You're, you're going to glorify this guy after he did one of the... Absolutely. Should have been arrested. Yeah, absolutely. They got yeah. Killer carried Mike, out. though. They, they, they arrested Killer Mike, but not Will Smith. He should have been carried out of that, uh, <laughs> that, that yeah. arena like Lisa Ann the other night. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now, how about this? I'm not going after Diana Rossini. I'm going after the person who said this. Diana Rossini on the athletic football show was asked about Mike Vrabel. A NFL GM said, well, you know, the thing that hurts him, I think, is he's a big guy. And he's, uh, you might be in the wrong business if that's the case. Yeah. You know, intimidating guy, big fella. Maybe that's why he's not getting, they didn't get hired. <laughs> Scares people off. That is the dumbest comment I've ever heard. No, not to be hyperbolic. You're in the NFL. What do you mean he's too big? He's intimidating. I can't believe someone told that to so, Diana Rossini. So now you're going to be looking specifically for guys like Mike McDaniel. Who are five nine, 140 yeah, right. pounds? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're numbers, not guys. threatening. Sure. Uh, okay. Ricky Fowler, tracker. I'd like to point out we saw four total shots from Ricky on Friday. He shot 67. He's tied for six. It's embarrassing. This is a signature event. It's an 80-man field. I'm not asking for much. Coverage is beyond a joke. It's 2024, and we're still complaining about golf coverage. It's beyond a joke. Golf Channel, PGA Tour, this is embarrassing. This is on the heels of what Morikawa said last week about where are the golf shots? Why aren't we covering the people that are out there and you don't see enough golfers when they're on the course and people were pointing out, hey, not bad job by Liv uh, over the weekend too. So I, I agree with that. That's why are we seeing enough golfers? And we've been complaining about this for years. One bad beat, Kansas, Kansas State under. Game went over in overtime. 142, 43, 44, whatever you had, that was bad. So if you don't believe in like look-ahead spots or letdowns or home field advantages big in college basketball, yeah. latest example, look at Kansas. Blew out Houston at home on Saturday, came back two nights later, lost at K-State. Yep. This segment brought to you by Bayer Aspirin, the official sponsor of Fans Hearts. Great job, guys. There it is.
any room here? Can I get in there? That's excellent. What do you think of starting the season now? Goodell announced this yesterday at the press conference. We have the obviously the opener Thursday, and for the first time ever, a, a Friday night game, week one in Brazil. The Eagles are the home team. Internet conjecture says it's the Browns. Well, I want to know the opponent, and I want the game on the betting board because I want to bet against Philly already. I want to, I want a ticket in <laughs> okay, pocket yeah. seven months before the game is played. Okay, uh, it's strange, isn't it? I mean, we're so now we're going to have it. that's great. Now we're going to have a game on Thursday night, Friday, and then Friday night live from Brazil. Yep. And what's, what's the time difference? Four, six hours, four hours? What is it? Eh, three, uh, four, probably. My guess. I don't start know. Start at the same time. Then you have the Monday night game as well. They announced the international games. So the Eagles play in Brazil. They're the home team. There are two games at Tottenham Stadium. The Bears and Vikings are the home teams. Two games there. There's a game at Wembley. Jacksonville's the home team. The game in Germany, Carolina's the home team. And then you got the game in Brazil. The other thing, too, if you were playing a drinking game, you were passed out, done, after five minutes if you had to take a drink every time Goodell said integrity of the game yesterday. Roger, knock it off. No one thinks that a player is going to lay down and, and try to be part of shenanigans involving an NFL game. No one thinks that. What we're worried about is your horrible officiating. That's why people are concerned about that. No one thinks... So you talk about integrity of the game and why you're worried about betting and why you're firing employees and why some of these guys for put in a basketball parlay from the team facility get suspended. No one's worried about the integrity of the game from that standpoint. It's your league sucks with the officiating. That's what fans are concerned about. Mm -hmm. And the nonsense that happened in the Saturday night game between Detroit and Dallas. This segment is brought to you by Bayer Aspirin, the official sponsor of Fans Hearts. Matt Eumann's on the show coming up next. We'll get into uh, prop bets that he likes for the Super Bowl coming up here on VSIN. of Tom Brady Stole the Show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C. 
and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Get your act together. You don't want to be sleeping on the couch. Valentine's Day right around the corner. The segment's presented by 1-800-Flowers.com. DraftKings official flowers for Valentine's. Get her some ice. Get her some flowers. Get her some chocolate. Go get a steak. Live it up. Do it big. And this is DraftKings Network Super Week. VSIN host Matt Humans joins the program now. His show is called VSIN Tonight. Monday through Friday, 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific. Matt, thanks for the time as always. Let's get into some uh, props that you like now that the game is uh, here in a handful of days. I bet McCaffrey, he's one, I bet like three guys to win the Super Bowl MVP, three or four guys so far. McCaffrey is one of them. I think he's my biggest bet at plus 475. The Niners win this game. I think he's going to have a, a, a big game and he's going to be a big reason why. How did you approach some of these markets with McCaffrey? Yeah, I, th- I think you got a good chance of being right about that. And, um, you know, I don't have a real strong opinion on this game, but I played the Chiefs in all three playoff games, and betters tend to stick with the team that pays them off. So I'm, I'm betting the Chiefs again here. Uh, I don't know exactly if a three's going to pop up or you can buy it to three. The Westgate's a two and a half. I don't really want to, you know, take two or two and a half for a big bet when you could probably live bet it and get a better number. But I'm going to stick with the Chiefs side. I lean to the over. Maybe you could even play a teaser. I hate teasing totals, but could you tease that total down to 41? I'm going to look at that. Well, if the Chiefs don't win the game, I think Christian McCaffrey is going to be the reason. And I agree with you here. I played McCaffrey over 35 and a half receiving yards. Uh, I think the best number on the rushing yards out there might be 87 and a half if you want to play that over. And I don't disagree with your MVP call there at about five to one. Uh, I think if the Niners win it, he's going to be the reason why. You look, what's the what's the path to victory for the 49ers? I think McCaffrey is the mm-hmm. horse they're going to try to ride to the winner's circle because when you look at the Kansas City defense, you can run on this uh, KCD. And the Bills ran for 182 yards against Kansas City. Oh. The, the week before, the Ravens forgot that they're a good rushing team. <laughs> the Raiders actually ran for 157 against Kansas City on Christmas Day. So I, I don't think Kyle Shanahan is dumb, and he knows that uh, whether it's going to be out of the backfield with you know swing passes or running between the tackles, McCaffrey can get it done, and he's going to be the horse they ride here. So that's uh, a focus of uh, a few of my prop bets as well, Mitch. And uh, I think, it, like I said, if San Francisco wins the game, McCaffrey's going to be the reason I agree with you there. Yeah, good recall, too, going back to Christmas as the Raiders gashed him on the ground. Uh, excellent observation. I found two props I wanted to run past you in the audience I found intriguing. The, the, the first drive of the game, three minutes and 15 seconds. Over, under. Mm. Probably go over. Oh, you need a first down. Yeah, you just need one first down. Yeah. I would you go over, one too. First down. Yeah, like you said, you're running the ball. Uh, you're going to be running clock, running ball. You get one first down, it's going over that number. And uh, which book's got that prop up? I think that was either that was DK, I believe. I, I'm 90% it okay. was DK. I, I don't know what day it is with all these. How about longest drive of the game? 77 and a half yards. Mm, 
I'd probably lean over on that one. Would you? Okay. Yeah, but I, I like your big... first prop better. Yeah, I like so, your yeah. first prop better. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm right because I'm yeah. coming out. I'm running the ball, especially if I'm San Francisco. And uh, uh, all I need is one first down. And that, yeah, penalty, anything can yeah. happen there. What else do you like, Matt? Well, let's see. I played one of those uh, just kind of an entertainment plus price prop on players to have a pass attempt over two and a half plus 150. Uh, but also, I think you know, the San Francisco defense has been gassed on the ground as well. you got two defenses here in the Super Bowl. They give up a lot of rushing yards. If you look at the San Francisco D, allowed 160, excuse me, 136 to Green Bay and 182 to the Lions. And the Lions actually uh, stopped running the ball late in the game. And the Packers, for some reason, weren't committed to it. And if, if they had been, it, they probably would have advanced uh, and, beat the, and beat the 49ers. That's one thing when you look at San Francisco. Uh, very lucky to win both of those playoff games on, on its home field. And uh, I think Isaiah Pacheco is going to be a big part of the game plan again for the Chiefs here. So you can play over his... Uh, Rushing attempts, 15 and a half, the lowest number out there I see. In the uh, three playoff games, Pacheco's got 24, 15, and 24 carries. The last team to shut him down, believe it or not, was the Raiders on Christmas Day when he had 11 carries for 26 yards. Uh, it's, it's kind of funny to look at how well the Raiders actually played late in the season and they beat the Chiefs on the road. But I like Pacheco over 15 and a half carries, too. And, uh, Paul Bovey, professional sports better, was on the show with us last night. He said there was a prop out there on the Chiefs to have the longest uh, made field goal in the game, a minus 115. Oh. And I was looking through a couple of prop books to try to find that because that looks like a pretty good prop to me with uh, yeah. Harrison Bucker having a big edge there. Oh, yeah, I'm going good. to look for that. Absolutely going to try to find that one for yep. sure. Uh, it's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Matt Eumann's our guest. His show is called VSIN tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. You love college basketball. Here you have the best team in college hoops, ATS. Minnesota's 18 and 3 against the number. I, that's remarkable to do that 21 games into a season. They're catching three and a half at DraftKings right now against Michigan State. What do you make of this? Does this seem a little fishy to you? It does because Northwestern just went in there. And I know it was a bad spot for the Purple Cats off that overtime loss yeah. at Purdue and everything that went into it. But And that was built into the number. But Northwestern's a pick or maybe a one-point favorite at Minnesota. And now we got a DraftKings Michigan State laying three and a half. And there was four out there last night. I, I, I'm taking three and a half with the Gophers. Uh, Michigan State still has not shown that, you know, it's turned the corner. I, everybody's waiting for Tom Izzo to flip the switch. And, well, it's Izzo in February, headed to March. I haven't seen it yet because I watched the Maryland-Michigan State game over the weekend. And with seven minutes to go, Michigan State's a seven-point favorite in that game, trailing by one on its home court. And uh, you go back to... Uh, the box score, and you look at Michigan State shot four for 14 from three. And again, this has uh, been a poor perimeter shooting team. I like the way Dawson Garcia, the North Carolina transfer, is really playing for Minnesota. The Gophers hit seven of their final 12 threes in that comeback win against Northwestern. And uh, also, you know, Mitch, we were talking about this a little bit off the air. With, you know, it's, it's no secret if you're betting college basketball, Minnesota is the best ATS team in college hoops at 18 and three against the spread. Yeah, this number was a little suspicious to me, but there's a, this is a home dog. you got to play in the Big Ten tonight. What do you want to do with Oklahoma struggling now uh -huh. against BYU, putting together a hell of a season? It's a short number here tonight with the Sooners. 
Well, I don't. I'm not crazy about the way the Sooners are playing. This is a bad spot for BYU. The yeah. Cougars just went to Morgantown, had a big second half, beat West Virginia. Now you got back-to-back road games, mm-hmm. and he faces the Sooners team that's lost three of four. But in that one win, they had a 20-point win at K-State, which is pretty impressive. And on the KimPom.com metrics, Oklahoma's 22nd in defensive efficiency. Porter Moser is a really good coach, done a pretty good job with this team, aside from the late slump a little bit. And that home loss against Texas was ugly a couple weeks ago. But I like Oklahoma here, and the betting market's moving that way. They're still picking out there. We'll call this Oklahoma minus one. I'm going to be on the Sooners. What am I missing here in Utah State only five at home to Nevada? It's one of the toughest places to play in the country, and they're a top 20 team. Yeah, and if you think about some of the teams that are much better at home than they are on the road, and there's a lot of those in college basketball. I think Utah State's one of those, too. You know, you think uh, Iowa State is one of those uh, home road academy type of teams. Uh, Utah State is so much better. It's got a strong home court. And the last time out, the Nevada Wolfpack in the pit in New Mexico got hammered by 34 points by the Lobos. I, this is one of those games where I think you could put Utah State on a money line parlay I, or, or just go ahead and lay the points and take a chance with that. I don't play a lot of favorites, but I do lean Utah State in that one. Okay. You recommend anyone in golf? I mean, every winner now has been at least 80 to 1 to win all these tournaments. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking. Justin Thomas looks pretty good to me at ten to one, but uh, ten to one is tough to bet. Now, Mitch and I were talking about Hideki Matsuyama's won here a couple times. He's a fifty-five to one. You know, I, I think Bo Hostler's been playing pretty well recently, and he did again last week. A couple beats at fifty to one, but there are some long shots. I'm starting to handicap the golf here tonight, and uh, this is a, a tournament that draws a lot of action too because Super Bowl weekend. It's the biggest uh, fan-friendly spot on a PGA Tour. People love this event. And, you know, Wes Reynolds, check out vcin.com. He'll have his write-ups up. Wes hit two oh, features over the weekend. One in the live event, one at Pebble Beach with Wyndham Clark. So Wes has got the hot hand right now. Matt, thank you. Best of luck this week. Okay, you too. You bet. Thanks. Yeah, be good. There you go. He's on X at Matt Humans 24-7. His show is called vcin tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6, p, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific. By the way, he also likes Clemson plus the points tonight, seven and a half against North Carolina. Very good. Two-hour time difference, they're saying? from A Co- uh, couple hours away, it looks. Okay, and yep. it's going to be the Browns, according to Trent, because Billy Joel is uh, at Brown Stadium uh, Friday, that Friday night, 9-13. Ah, okay. So that, but the internet conjecture, it is the Browns. They'd be taking on the Eagles. Give me... It's a good, it's good start. Give me Cleveland plus three and a half. I'll take it right now. Yeah. File that one away. What do you think? Hang it up. I'll take Philly. Okay. <laughs> up next, Real or Fugazi, betting any futures on this team is foolish, and I'm learning that the hard way. We'll tell you which team next here on VSIN. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.